Agency Edition. Let's get it. Free job. Yeah. So today, the Nets did a thing, and they finally made a trade for a big man. That's something that they've been needing to do all season with their lack of front court depth. But today, it finally happened, and it was for a player that a lot of fans were campaigning for to get him on the team this season because he wasn't doing anything in Philly. Um, he was just taking up a spot, and you know he was getting frustrated. And honestly, I can see why. I mean, Philly has a really talented team. They have a really talented front court. They have Embiid, so it was hard for Okafor to find playing time. So, the Nets and Sean Marks called them up, said, "You know what? We'll take him." And it was obvious that Philly was shopping him. Obvious that you know he wasn't going to get much, uh, in terms of trade value. So the Nets sent over Trevor Booker to Philadelphia for Jalil Okafor, Nick Stauskas, and the Knicks' 2019 second-round pick. That's a big get for Sean Marks. That's a big trade for Sean Marks. To get Jalil Okafor, who's still only 21, he's younger than I am, um, that's a big move. And obviously, you know, Jalil Okafor has his flaws. He's not very talented on defense. He's a lackluster rebounder. But he has the keys, he has the skill set to become something. And given Kenny Atkinson's track record with player development, um, the sky's the limit for Jalil Okafor. And he needed a change of scenery, he needed it bad, and what better place to come than where all the other you know NBA players that don't get minutes and stuff come. We're like the island of misfit toys. I saw somebody say that on Twitter, and it's really true, because players come here to develop and to get minutes, and... This is going to do wonders for Jalil Okafor. It could either be, you know, really good or it could now not turn out. It's a low-risk, high-reward trade for the Nets. What are your thoughts on this trade? If you don't call this podcast Finesse God Marks Part 2, then I don't know what to tell you because I'm happy as shit about this. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm sad we lost Trevor Booker because he was a really good player and we talked about how good he was last, last time we recorded a podcast, but... Yeah, like you said, um, I I feel the same way. I feel I felt about D'Angelo Russell. Like I felt like he wasn't getting the minutes on LA. I feel like they weren't letting him be the player that he can be. So I feel the same way about Jalil Okafor. He wasn't getting the playing time, and he he wasn't a a bad player. Um, like you said, he has his flaws, but he has upsides. He's he's strong. He can score. Um, which we need from a big, but. What we mainly need is defense and rebounding, so hopefully that can be developed. But I'm not mad about this trade at all. There's yeah. nothing to be mad about. It's a win-win trade for both sides, honestly. You know, Philly, Philly gets Trevor Booker. He, he's literally personified everything that the Nets were trying to build. You know, he's tough, he's gritty, you know, he gives his all and he leaves it on the court. And I, Trevor Booker was a really good net. And he didn't spend a lot of time here, but his impact on the team and how, you know, he helped build the culture that the Nets are trying to um are trying to build, you know, he helped build that to get the Nets where they are right now. And he's gonna be missed, obviously. You know, he was a very good presence down low, a very good player to have, but you know, getting Jalil Okafor is a big is a big move for, for Sean Marks and he's six eleven. Um you know, he had a really solid rookie season. He played in 53 games. He averaged 17.5 points per game. Um, his numbers have dropped down significantly since then. Uh, he averaged 11.8 in 50 games in his sophomore season. And, you know, this year he's only played in two games. 
average five points a game. So having Jalil Okafor on this team gives the Nets a very, you know, it gives them size. It gives them talent in the front court. It's something they desperately needed because that was an area that Sean Marks overlooked in the offseason, you know, picking up, you know, getting Timothy Mozgov was a really, really, um, yeah, that shit was ugly to be honest. Very it, ugly. It was just, I mean, it, we, we still finessed that trade. We just got a big ass body. Yeah. $60 million. But yeah. I mean, that's not a huge deal. I mean, it just sucks that he wasn't able to make an impact on the floor, like in the slightest. I mean, he right. made one three, and that was cool, <laughs> but he, he was just terrible this season so far. So I hope. I just hope that we 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 get some production out of Jalil Okafor because he is he is he's a talented basketball player, but he just needs to be developed in a lot of areas. Uh, he did record eight twenty point ten rebound games his rookie season, which tied uh Charles Barkley for the most games by seventy six sixers rookie in the last fifty seasons. So that's his potential. His potential is a twenty and ten guy, and he hasn't reached that potential obviously yet. He's still young. But, you know, having him on the team and having, you know, Kenny Atkinson and his group of guys help develop him is going to work wonders for him. And it might it might not pan out like it might not go well, but the upside is there. That's why it's like a, it's a low risk, high reward trade. And getting a guy like Nick, Nick, Nick Stauskas, um, who is basically Joe Harris with a different name, um, it looks like he doesn't speak English. <laughs> the more three, <laughs> the more three point shooters we have on the team, the better because that's yeah what we, we do. That's our that. mo. We we've lacked a a good. I mean, we've always shot a lot of threes as a team, but we've lacked a good percentage. Like we've lacked consistent three point shooters, and we have we have some good ones now. He's he's shooting thirty two percent on his career, which is kind of yeah, low, not but horrible. That's uh, not his, I mean, he's still young, yeah. right? What is he like twenty three? Yeah, he's like, yeah, around there. But, um... <laughs> he's not the important part. He's, he's around there. But, um... Yeah, having Stauskas, he's, he can score, obviously. Um, We have Sauce Castillo now. So... Who who gave him that nickname? I don't know, but I like it. The word, that shit fire. Um... He averaged eight and a half points per game his sophomore season with uh Philadelphia. And he played in 73 games. Uh, he's only played in six games this season. That's why the Philly, the the I almost called them the Phillies. Um, that's why that's why the Sixers are just like here, take him. Um, he's he's a good addition. I mean, yeah. It, and in doing right. all of this to clear up ro- uh, roster spot for roster spots for Okafor and Stauskas, the Nets yeah. released Sean Kilpatrick. Yeah, and stop, stop sounding happy. You have his jersey. Shut up. I do have a Sean Kilpatrick I'm gonna, jersey. I'm gonna miss him. Um, but I mean. We're not getting much of a difference with Stauskas. He's a Sean Kilpatrick was a three point shooter. He was he was a pure scorer and Stauskas he he has the ability to score. I mean, I'm not saying he's gonna make a huge impact for us, but yeah, it's not much of a difference from Sean Kilpatrick. And um, Kilpatrick he was he was a good net. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. He he was a good net. He averaged twelve point one points per game in his one hundred nine games in a Nets uniform. He only played in sixteen games this year. Averaged five points a game on 29% shooting. It's obvious, you know, given the lack of playing time, the lack of whatever, uh, that Sean Kilpatrick was clearly the odd man out in this team. And Sean Kilpatrick, you know, he's basically three dribbles and a jump shot. He doesn't really move the ball well. He doesn't really, you know, 
and I, I wish him the best because he was really, you know, when he when he first got here, he was a great scorer for the team. In his 23 games in back in the 2015-16 season, he averaged 13.8 points per game. And then last year in 70 games, he averaged 13. So he, he can score the ball, but this year it just wasn't working out for him. Yeah, it's just a lack of playing time when all you do is score when you don't get the minutes and the playing time and and just consistent play. You're you're not gonna develop well. Yeah, so and another it, thing it just sucks that that's what his career came to as a net. That's how it ended. But yeah, you know. I mean it's su- it sucks seeing a guy get traded, but um, it's it's part of it's part of the it's part of the league. It's, it's business. But um, looking at the Nets' core now, they're ridiculously young. You have D'Angelo who's twenty one, Karis Levert's twenty three, Rondé's twenty two, Okafor's twenty one, Jared Allen's nineteen. Kenny Atkinson is going to have a field day with these guys and their development. We already see what, you know, he's done with Rondé this season. Kobe Hollis Jefferson. Um, Karis Levert's finally starting to come into his own, which is great because he had showed flashes of potential last year. You know, he didn't get off to the greatest start this season, but he's finally coming into his own. The game's slowing down for him. He's making smart decisions. He's um, scoring. He's doing everything that he did last season that, you know, got us all hyped up about him. And it's, it's, it's crazy how much potential this core has, but it's also crazy how much unproven potential that they have because Sean Marks took a gamble. And right now the team might not be good, but this is a team clearly, you know, for the future, maybe in like two, three seasons, you know, when all of these players are in their prime, they're going to be a contender. And that's what Sean Marks wants to do. Yeah, I just I really appreciate how young we got as as compared to like what like three years ago when the average age was like fifty three on the team. <laughs> like And and you wanna just it's something crazy to see, you know, when Sean Marks took this team over back in February of two thousand sixteen, the roster, the only person left from that team is Rondé. He oh. traded Boyan. He traded Brooke Lopez. He traded Chris McCullough. Um, Thaddeus Young is gone. Guys that, you know, were pieces on that team and were thought to be pieces for the Nets for a long time. I don't know about McCulloch, but, you know, he didn't pan out. He was a bust. Yeah. Um, but guys on that team, and you look where the team is now, uh, D'Angelo Russell and Jalil Okafor, who were the number two and three pick in the draft. It was Okafor, then Russell in the draft. Um, two years ago, two or three, was it three? I think it was Ooh. three. Ja and D. Oh yeah, that was 2015. Yeah. So the number two and three picks in that draft. And then you have a guy, um, you have Damari Carroll, you have Alan Crabb, you have Dinwiddie and you, you look at this roster and it's completely different. And you're starting to see what Sean Marks wants to do with this team. You have a great guard in D'Angelo Russell. You have a solid uh, three slash four in Rondé. You have a solid veteran in Damari Carroll and Jalil Okafor, who's unproven and has this high ceiling of potential. You have Alan Crabb, who is underachieving a lot this season given his contract. But when all you do is shoot the basketball, yeah, like I said, there's not much you can really do. But I mean, there's still what like fifty five games left in the season. There's yeah. still there's still. There's still time for players that um that can prove. There's still time for players to prove themselves. 
Like, Harris still has 55 games to get his shot. Uh, Alan Crabb has some time to improve. We we have time to improve everybody Yeah, for absolutely. this season. I'm not expecting them to be in their prime by the end of the season, but like I said, there's 82 games in a basketball season. It's not like we don't have time to improve our players throughout the season. So it's good um, that we're so young and have so much potential because there's only two players in their 30s, Damari and Timofey. Timofey doesn't play. He's ass. And Damari's playing well. So everybody else is like 25, 26 years and younger. I think Quincy Ace is the, like the third I oldest player. I think he's player. 29. Yeah, he's not even that old either. Joe Harris is like 25. Spencer Dinwiddie's like 25. Tyler Zeller's fairly young. I mean, and Isaiah Whitehead, he's really young. Everybody else is mid-20s and younger outside of those three players. So exactly. It's just really good that we have a lot of young players that have potential. And we, we can't give enough credit to Sean Marks and what he's done with this team. He was given the shittiest hand that any GM has ever been given walking into a situation he yeah, was given ass, like, no draft picks. He was given Henry Sims. Like he was on the roster. Yeah, like, I don't. Who is that? Remember him? Shane Larkin. Remember him? Donald Sloan. Remember him? <laughs> Remember Sergey Karasev? Yeah, he was and Markel Brown. Mark, don't talk shit about Markel. He was. Markel gave us that three sixty dunk, and that's all he gave us. He also. Is, he did not have a triple double. He I jumped know. high. No, yeah, no, <laughs> I, I meant double double. Yeah, I mean, he had like 11 and 11. But anyways, he jumped high as shit. Like, yeah, so did Gerald Green. Yeah, well, <laughs> Gerald Green got nine fingers. Yeah, that, that's not right. That's not right. But you, you take a look at what he was given and what he turned it into. The lack of draft picks. He's turned that into D'Angelo Russell, the third pick in the 2015 draft. He turned it into Jaleel Okafor, the second pick in that draft. He turned it into Karis LeVert by trading Thad Young for a first-round pick. He turned it into, you know, Jared Allen who we got that pick from, I think, Washington? Yeah. 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 So, Sean Marks is doing everything that he can to turn this team around, and I, I give him enough credit. I mean, his moves may not be popular with fans getting going out and getting these young guys that are unproven, but their, their skill sets are there. The ceiling is there, and it's a matter of if it comes down, if it if it turns into something or not, and that's that's what we have to wait and see. We're all fans. We're all, we all want this team to succeed, but you know it's gonna take it's gonna take a time it's gonna take a while it's gonna take a while for everybody to come into their own and you know hit their stride as basketball players and that's something that you have to understand and accept if you're a Nets fan it's not gonna happen instantly it's just something that's gonna take time these players aren't in their primes yet they have yet to hit their primes they're still developing they're still um, building they're still getting stronger so it, it's just a matter of time before everything starts to click and these players hit their prime. This is how we should have went eight years ago. Yeah. When we went with twelve and seventy. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is the path that we should have took that long ago. So it's still gonna be a long um Yeah, that's a really trip good point. as a Nets fan. Like this is the right way we should have went the first time. So now that we're doing it, yeah, this honestly, is a proper really, rebuild. There's really no reason to complain. Like, we're not gonna get a veteran who's gonna drop twenty five points a game coming to a team full of 20-year-olds. Like, yeah. You need to accept the fact that everyone's young, everyone can be developed, and it's going to take some time. So there's really... And obviously, you know, when you're building a roster like this, you're going to want to have veteran guys. Oh, yeah, of course, but those and are veteran why, guys yeah. who, who, 
who are okay with being role players like Trevor Booker and Damari Carroll. Yeah, that's they, why they play well. They 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 help the younger players get into the NBA mentality, and that's what they're there for. Yeah. We don't need to get any veterans like KD or fucking like right. Campbell Walker. You like, would take KD in a heartbeat. No, I know, but I'm, <laughs> no, obviously, but I'm saying they're not gonna come to us when they're yeah, free agents. Obviously. Like they're not gonna look at the Nets. Yeah, and that's why Sean Marks went out and got a guy yeah, like that, Damari Carroll yeah. to help. You know build yeah, this culture did. and develop these young guys and so they have somebody to go to for veteran advice and it, it, it's showing you know Damari's having a great season and he's rubbing off on guys like Rondé and Karras mm-hmm. so yeah of course and um I don't know when D'Lo's coming back but he flew to the he, he flew to Mexico with the team for you know these two games that they're playing in Mexico City uh tonight they play the Thunder at 10 uh this podcast right now as of right now it's 8 30 so about an hour and a half till tip off so um what what do you expect from them in this Thunder game? I, I expect them to lose, but you know, the, given the way they play on a night to night basis, they're gonna give them a fight at least. So I, I expect uh Rondé to put Carmelo on lock like you mentioned earlier, because Rondé's the greatest of all time. Yeah, we were talking before this and I told I told him that Rondé would yeah, have and, the and I, I also said that Russ was going five of twenty two, but I really didn't mean that. Yeah. But I hope that that's what happens. Um, you know, the Thunder have been shaky this year, so it's yeah, hard to They've been playing, they've they've been playing, playing fairly well yeah. as of late. So. But so have we. So. Yeah, but that's because we're the best team in the NBA. So. That's true. Yeah. Um, we do have questions. Let's get it. We do. Um, I just need to find them because I, yeah. You're a whore. Thank you. Um, okay, Billy King, our favorite. Um, where is your question? <laughs> Did he just say some ugly shit? Don't don't be disrespectful. No, I'm. Oh no, he just asked for. Oh um, yeah. Um, question from Billy King at Billy King oh one one zero one six. How happy will Rondé be with this trade? Less time defending bigs. I think it's gonna be great. Oh yeah, bro. He was getting body crazy. Like he's just he's not a power yeah, forward. He's not. Like, I felt so bad for him. He's so it's they, good they have him he, playing center. What. Yeah, since when? when since when the whole happen? season. No, they had him playing power forward. They had Trevor. Booker he plays center. center. That's so nasty. Yes. What the fuck. It is. I thought they just had him at power forward. No. Ew. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, hell yeah. He's um, gonna get elbowed in the chest by a three. Yeah, it def- it's definitely gonna help Rondé out because they could shift him back to you know playing the two and the three or sometimes the four. He can play you know those positions, but um having Rondé you know not guard guys that are six ten six eleven. Yeah, that's great. That's gonna that's gonna be great. Um, he sent another question before, but I think he deleted it. So, sorry, only one question. Okay. But thanks for listening, Billy King, zero one one zero one six. Yeah, we appreciate your support very much. He fucks with you. Yeah, facts. We don't fuck with the real Billy King. Though. Yeah, no, fuck no, him. We don't fuck with Bold him. Ass but um, yeah, the Nets play tonight. Um, hopefully, you know they perform well. This is just like a little emergency podcast. Uh, to break the news and uh, give our thoughts on the trade. Um, follow me on Twitter at Ty Hernandez underscore. Follow Mike on Twitter. At one Mike underscore. Follow Beat of Brooklyn on Twitter at Beat of Brooklyn. Check out the website, beatofbrooklyn.com. We haven't been posting on there because busy. But um, life. Life. Uh, yeah, this trade really made me happy. It's like an early Christmas gift. Yeah, and the so, the big bonus was getting rid of Sean Kilpatrick. So it's, that's not a bonus. It's a bonus. Don't, don't talk about my man's like that. It's a bonus. He had a blonde mohawk. Yeah, um, that's not acceptable. Never yeah, mind. we're just we're gonna end the podcast yeah. on that note. Bye. Bye.